The VOD Squad is brought to you with support from our amazing patrons. Join us live every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Central on Twitch. Hello, everybody. My name is Matt, and I'm we are the VOD Squad, a, a show about streaming technology starring your favorite three uh, people. Hi, I'm Matt again. Uh, <laughs> today, I am joined by Jimmy Trimble. Hey, guys. How's it going? And Mike Laskin. Howdy, everybody. Sorry, a little disoriented. I uh, had to kind of fill in some uh, fill in the, the role of host today because Clyde dis dis disappeared off the face of the earth today. Don't know what's going on there. Sorry, uh, it, I am as I am beginning this thing up and running, realizing that there's little things that uh, aren't correct, and I have to be fixing on the fly. So um, <laughs> this uh, this show might be a little rough. Just saying right now, but uh, that's okay. We'll, we'll we'll make it work. How is your day it's going? Like the so three we're... Stooges without Mo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, it's, uh, it was Curly and Larry and Mo and what was the other Stooge? The... Shep. Shep. Oh man! Now we have to figure out which one of us is which. And you, <laughs> you think Clyde is Mo? Well, Mo's the leader, right? He's always bossing the others around. I guess so. I guess that's right. So that's okay. Well, it's all right. We'll run the house here. Sounds great to me. Yeah, no problem with that. Uh, hey, otherwise, how's your guys' day? How's your day? Is your week been this last past week? Oh, I think that as the year started, twenty twenty one or twenty twenty came out and shouted, "I was the worst year ever!" And then twenty twenty one and came in and said, "Hold my beer." Oh, <laughs> we're, oh, we're up yeah. to a rip roaring start, I think. Yes, uh, the, the, today it was an interesting day, but um, yeah, I, don't, I mean, I don't know if anybody wants us to talk about that. That's for certain. Uh, that's that's the extent of what I have to share about today, <laughs> <laughs> or the entire year thus far. In fact, mm -hmm. uh, for yeah, me, yeah. it's been a. Uh, uh, you know, my job as a technician at a school district and um, about half of my work today was dealing with people in printers. The other half was, you know, uh, my 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 hotspot or my Chromebook uh, stopped working or I need a replacement or here's the here's my the one I turned in or whatever. But that's basically been my day today was just fixing printers. It's, you know, not fun, but that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Sorry, I just read Wabbit's note. <laughs> I only need 0.1 seconds of black, not 30 seconds. Well, uh, Wabbit, that was my fault. <laughs> I literally pressed the button to play the intro, and it played nothing. At which point, I said, "What the heck?" And I went ahead into OBS, and I noticed that it was pointing at the wrong at at, at a file that doesn't exist, essentially. So I had to refine the file and start it. Uh, so you had a nice long piece of you know of uh, empty air for there, but. Yeah, nobody will know yeah. after the recording. That's for certain. Um, now they will. <laughs> hey, no, hey. Nobody, nobody does black like Matt does. Black. Oh wow, thanks. <laughs> I, I think. No. Uh, nah, nah. uh, okay. Why don't we go ahead and talk about some of this week's news? Um, I'll start off. We have a story about a uh, Amazon's first TV. 
Uh, Amazon has not been has you know been making their own products, basically rebrands of other products uh, for a lot of different things, but they've never yet gone out and made their own TV until now. They've come out with their own version of the Amazon Basics uh, TV. They're 55 and 50 inch models, and they're fairly inexpensive for being 480 and 410 dollars respectively. Uh, they are built in with the built-in Fire Fire TVs uh, and the stick built into them. They have the various for the 4K and the uh, HDR support for all of them, and they are available in India, which makes it great. <laughs> yeah. I wonder why they sell it in India. Could that be maybe because they're manufacturing it in India, perhaps? That's a possibility. It could also be a, maybe a test market. It could be the idea that uh, they want to see if uh, they, they can compare to the other OEMs uh, and it's a good market that they can step into. But it, I, I it does make a sense that if it was the fact that they were built there, it'd be easy to do there. So. Yeah. I know that they've made a pretty distinct effort to get um, penetration in India as far as... Um, you know, looking at the way that they're that they're trying to reach into that market, and Netflix has made concerted efforts to get deep deep penetration into that market as well, mm -hmm. um, making a lot of shows specifically for the India market. And so, this might be Amazon's way of of kind of edging in on that and getting a little bit deeper hold on the Indian market, and um, you know, this device is capable of running and, and promoting Amazon services and products. And at the same time, you can watch Netflix on it if you already like Netflix and stuff. So it's, I think it's a pretty solid um, market to try to get into. And of course it's a very large market. Um, so yeah, we'll see, see how this goes. Well, so it, yeah. go ahead. Could be you know, one other interesting thing there, and, and, I, and maybe I'm showing my ignorance here, right? But uh, it comes with Fire OS. Does does the Fire TV have uh, what they call Fire OS as well, Mike? Um, yeah, so that's just what what they run their um, all of their uh, TV devices on and stuff like mm. that, like the Cube and stuff. So. Um, are the tablets so also Fire OS, or they call it something else? What's that? The tablets, they, they, they're, they're Android. Not I believe so. So I, it's, I'm not 100, percent but it's probably I'm based off sure the same uh, uh, fork of Android that they use, yeah. and so that makes sense. Yeah, and I, I mean, there's other TVs that you can buy that run it, just not made by Amazon. So mm -hmm. this is is not a novel thing, but it's it's novel that Amazon is producing it themselves. So, yeah. And uh, so apparently after the U.S., China is the next big market. And after that, India is supposed to be the next big market. Eventually, I think India might be like one of the biggest markets of all time in, in many years to come. So it might be really good to have a good foothold there. Who knows? And, and to be fair, I shouldn't I shouldn't say they're building it themselves. They're putting their own name on it. <laughs> I mean. It's not like they opened up a factory and started producing that's, TVs. It's, that's true. Uh, okay, <laughs> moving on. Next story is uh, The Office. Uh, might be a favorite of a lot of people out there. You, you get your get time to watch uh, those zany people uh, make uh, uh, make the workplace look like a really horrible place to be. 
Yeah, it's one of my favorite things to watch on Netflix. It's no longer on Netflix. It has been moved oh. over to uh, to the uh, Peacock service. It is now an exclusive there. You will not be able to watch it for free with ads. You will be able to watch it either with ads uh, for the ni- for the five dollar month package or the ten dollar month package for getting the with getting it ad free. So for those people out there who are really hoping to. Uh, keep their their constant running of the office running in the background. They now have to subscribe to a new service in order to get it. Hmm. Yep. Do you guys I mean, watch The Office? Ever seen it? I I've seen most of the seasons and I do like it. I don't actually watch it, despite what I just said. Um, but you know, I think it's it's always sad when you see something that you like leave the service that you use. Um, but it's, it's a logical play, right? Like, obviously, uh, they're going to want to have that show on their own channel. Um, yeah, so that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. uh, I mean, yeah, of course. I mean, if you really kind of, if it was really your favorite show to me, the, the deal there seems like, you know, just, you know, spend 30 bucks on iTunes, right. And just get the whole entire series. Yeah, probably. Uh, next story here. I think I'm going to skip unless anybody is really interested in how various uh, um, uh, your various uh, streaming platforms for your for your exercise are, are doing. And if you do care, then Gadget's got an article where they compare several of them, including uh, the new guys from Apple Plus Fitness, Peloton Digital, Daily Burn and Glow Yoga. And uh, they make it dec- they give a nice little breakdown of why each one might be good for you um i did not read this article so i'm certain it's full of all kinds of useful information about stretching and uh, (laughs) and cardiovascular health and all that jazz so yeah i mean the one thing i would say that's interesting about this is that it you know we're seeing streaming products come in a more and more diverse array of of tools and and devices and so now, I mean, there's still technically just TVs or computers, um, but there or tablets or whatever you want to call them, but they're now attached to, uh, you know, an exercise bike in the case of Peloton or, or whatever. So it's it's just interesting to see that change happening, and I think it's it's cool. Um, it's it's inevitable, I think, as we you know get more and more technology and. Um, more uh, devices around the homes and stuff like that. So I think it's interesting. I was seriously thinking about getting a Peloton for Christmas. Um, They couldn't get them to us until like February (laughs) by the time I tried to, I I decided to do that. So then I was like, I'll figure something else out to do, but I might still get one. Um, So we'll see. This will be a good article to read is. So thanks for pointing it out. Okay. Yeah. I I am about to start the uh, Fitness Plus, so I'll, I'll let you guys know soon how, how I like that, right? Yeah. But, uh, but the yeah, but yeah, it is interesting that you're starting to see a lot of these now. A lot of these are popping up, right? Uh, there's the Peloton. There's the I don't know uh, the mirror mirror on the wall yeah, service, right. whatever whatever that is, right? Um, you know, and, uh, and I think there's a couple others out there as well, right? But um, but yeah, that's starting to, you know, it's funny how with, you know, COVID-19, nobody going to the gym, everybody wants to work out at home. So 
all of a sudden you got all these services popping up like that. So very interesting. And even I too, because I used to go to the gym and, you know, and I do go out for walks, but you know, I still miss that, you know, vigorous workout in the gym. Right. And hopefully, uh, this, uh, uh, Fitness Plus uh, from Apple. Hopefully that'll uh, that'll kind of uh, fill the need there. Oh, yeah. All I gotta say is that my exercise that I plan on doing this year is power napping. I mean, <laughs> at least once a week and maybe twice. Good thirty minutes. Oh yeah, it's gonna be great. I gotta tell you, it's gonna see. Be I awesome. I already started the workout program, and that's why I can't really like take my glasses off with my right hand. Ah! It's too hard. I don't know. See, what are you exercising no, for? Just, You're making your life too difficult. You can't you can't adjust your glasses. It's just too hard. <laughs> just uh, worked my triceps a little bit too hard, and so the <laughs> the arm doesn't want to stretch that far. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, LG is uh, already talking about some of their stuff. They're talking. To, they're going to get talk about during um, their. Uh, their upcoming CES content, uh, whether it be online, CES online, or in person, you, who knows? You, they're, they're, we'll see if, if people sh- if things are there. Uh, the both thing that they're showing off here in this article is a big 65-inch display, OLED, that is perfectly flat until you press a button, at which point it gets a slight curve in order to have a more immersed gaming situation. And at first, I was thinking about this as, who would want this? What do you guys think? I think, I mean, so here's the thing. It, it depends on how this works, right? If they've got like a semi-flexible material and they can create a bend in it that's fairly smooth and even, mm-hmm. then that works okay. I think where it would actually be kind of compelling is if you could have like a really big TV, like a 49 or 55-inch TV, that then you could sit down up close and have it become, you know, not just curved. Cause I always thought curved monitors were kind of silly. Um, there's mm-hmm. not enough curve to like make it actually feel immersive and gaming. Right. So what's the point, but if you could actually get it coming out to like, you know, what is it like 170 degrees so that you could actually be kind of immersed in the game. I think that would be pretty cool. And then you could still use it as a TV when it was folded flat. That would make sense, but that's not what this is doing. So I really don't know that it's it's that interesting uh, to me. All right, mm-hmm. Jim, do you, Jimmy, do you want your TVs to curve automatically? Um, well, I'm not a gamer, but I can't, I, I can't understand, you know, the curve monitor for gaming that makes sense to me to make it more immersive, but, um, I don't know, a 65 inch screen. I have a 65 inch screen and I think, you know, and, and I guess I'm looking at the, uh, the picture that's in the article to me, that seems awfully close to be setting to a 65 inch screen. Right. So it, it doesn't, you know, I, I mean, if that's the true depiction of what it's supposed to be, uh, I, I, I got to imagine the eye strain's got to be pretty, pretty bad sitting that close to the television and, yeah. and doing um, uh, gaming like that. Uh, if it was a smaller screen, um, you know, if it's maybe like kind of like what Mike was saying, a, a 48, 49 inch screen, something like that, maybe, maybe that would work. But I think for this 65 inch, yeah, it's, it's I think I think it's probably a little too big. 
Well, uh, but but again, I, I'm not a gamer, you know. Um, yeah, but now I do. They they do mention in the article too that eventually maybe they'll get to the 240 and 360 hertz refresh oh, yeah. rates. So so maybe that would help. Uh, and if you had it going that yeah. fast, then maybe you could take that bigger screen. Um, and but I mean the other thing is if it, if you were you know I think I think the one that they're showing in the picture and the one that they're marketing this this new one this year is 48 inch. Um, the thing is at 4K like. I, I agree. Like 65 inch, I honestly don't think 4K is enough at that close of a distance. I disagree, but I mean, okay. uh, with the 65 inch screen, I think that it would be pretty iffy at 4K. Mm -hmm. I mean, what do you think, Jimmy? I mean, yeah, I think so. I think you're right. I mean, to me, because I know, yeah, I mean, my 65 inch TV I have, I'm setting probably you know, at least, you know, 15 feet away. And that seems to be about the right distance for me, right? Uh, you know, in the picture there, he's like maybe what, five feet away? <laughs> you know, uh, maybe not even five feet away. But um, uh, so, you know, 15, I'm, I'm at least 15 feet. I'm, I'm probably more like 18 or maybe even 20 feet away from the television. And yeah, you know, for watching TV, it's not gaming, right? But for uh, watching TV, that seems to be the perfect distance. But um, I don't know. It just seems like it'd be a little big unless they can, if they can get the technology right, though, yes, I'm, it, it, it could work just fine. But uh, I would question the technology for gaming uh, that big of a screen. All right. As the guy who took his big 40-inch uh, 720 display a long time ago and put it on his, uh, when he went to the LAN party, he brought that TV and plugged that in so he could play his games in 720p with a big display uh it can be nice to have that big and wow everywhere i look i'm seeing screen and it can be great mm -hmm. so that, mm -hmm. that having that big display can be good for gaming only because it makes you feel more into the game also a little bit of a spectacle for your friends to go whoa look at the big screen which is always fun um <laughs> that being said i have at work uh one of those ultra wide lg monitors um Basically, uh, the office said, oh, we uh, the, we bought one for the secretary, and the secretary decided she did one of the two 1080p displays, so we have this extra monitor. And I said, I'll take it. So I have one of those nice ultra-wides. Uh, I mm -hmm. kind of wish it was kind of just a little bit curved because the monitor, at from sitting in the center of it, 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 it darkens a little bit in the corners because I'm not looking directly mm -hmm. at it from that those angles. So I kind of wish mm -hmm. it was just a little bit more of a curve on it, which is kind of weird to say so i get the the option having the button is cool having it and this is a great gimmick because we all need gimmicks to sell tv so you need to have that button that makes a, your tv just kind of and then you're whoa i need that you know somebody out there will spend thousands of dollars on that sure right until virtual reality gets or uh, augmented reality gets here then it'll be obsolete and right. also i really do like going to the flat display when you have because the curved display is great for one person it's not good for many so flat's much better in that situation so absolutely having right. both is great now you know what's also great it's quibi quibi it was really great it was so <laughs> wonderful it came and it went <laughs> so <laughs> It's uh, it was you know the content that was made in Quibi, you know there was a decent amount of little short bits in there, quick bites, you know, they're they were out there for uh, for a hot minute. And question is, what's going to happen to all that content? It looks like Roku might be buying it. 
So mm. Roku might end up with all the various uh, Quibi content that uh, uh, was available for them. And uh, so they're, they're in discussions to uh, pick up that content. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Quibi Bites with commercials in between? Could make some money. Because, you know, that's so kind just kind of... Yeah, but the commercial... The, the commercial would be longer than the content. That's true, and sometimes better, right? <laughs> so just to just to give you a quick heads up on the... Um, sorry, I'm still stuck on the last story. Oh, okay. Um, according to uh, visual acuity capability of a normal person, 65-inch TV should be viewed from no closer than four feet. No you get closer. within four feet, then it is optimal to upgrade to a higher resolution than 4K. No more. Correct. <laughs> and if you are more than eight and a half feet away, then you probably only need a 1080p. <laughs> probably, because your eyes just can't see the pixels. But, you know, right. but, you know big numbers, they, they sell. Just got to tell you. Yeah. So I need to upgrade. That's what I'm reading is I need to go tell my wife right now, my TV for how close we sit, I should be running at least 8K See, that or is, get a bigger TV. That is a 55 inch TV is the biggest one in the house. Wait, and then I said that backwards. it's in the smallest room in the house. So <laughs> it's, yeah. it's fine. It's 1080p. It's nothing wrong with it. Yep. All right. Uh, All right. If Sorry. you are a, uh, a subscriber to Hulu's live TV service, uh, you may suddenly notice that you have a few more extra channels. Uh, so they Hulu Live TV has uh, made a deal with the uh, with Comedy Central and the other Viacom CBS channels uh, in order to pick them up as part of their system. That gives them things like you know the uh, Comedy Central, MTV, uh, Nickelodeon, the Paramount Network, VH1. Uh, and a bunch of other uh, channels that actually it, these these are there are people who you know, really want decide on the service based on some of these channels. So uh, this is good for them to finally pick it up. Uh, it doesn't say it comes with any kind of you know cost update for it, so it's still going to be your uh, uh, sixty-five dollars a month. But that brings it right in uh, line with uh, with YouTube TV. Plus, it gives you all of Hulu on it as well. So it's not bad. Yeah, it's it's well. I mean, we should get something for that pay rate, uh, that uh, cost, that increase that we just had, right? So I guess they're they're doing that. I guess that's what we're getting for the extra money now. We're getting the fourteen extra channels. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, you know, I'm. I'll tell you, it's starting to get to the price. I mean, you do get a lot of content. I'll, I'll admit that, right? But it is. Uh, but how much of that content do I watch? You know. Um, I don't know, but but I do like getting Comedy Central. You know, I, I, there's a few shows on there I like to watch. Um, so you know, more more content's good. But I'm not going to complain about it. Uh, yeah, I mean, just, yeah. I I look at this list and I'm like, okay, well, my plan is to cancel before it renews on February first, mm -hmm. and. Um, there's nothing here that's going to make me even think twice about that. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I kind of agree. It's like, if I'm paying for it, it's always good to have more options. And, you know, maybe I would watch some Comedy Central, though I think most of it's not that good. There is occasionally some entertaining stuff there. But 
I mean, most of the rest of these channels haven't been relevant for 20 years, in my opinion. So mm. um, it's just kind of, it's kind of not going to add anything. And it's certainly not going to make me think twice about canceling it at the end of this month. Uh, well, you know, the, the only channel on, on this list that uh, would make, uh, make me want to get this is Nickelodeon because my son loves watching Nickelodeon shows. That's the only thing on here that may, would be like, okay, well, then that's why we would want that. Other than that, um, no, that just doesn't so, seem like a... So, so let me show my ignorance again. MTV Classic. Is that the original MTV? Like uh, what it used to be? Or, or what is that? It, I know when it originally came out, MTV Classic was, hey, we're just going to do music videos again. And... Mm -hmm. I don't think it's that anymore. I think it has moved on to something else yet again. It's just frustrating because, you know, that's what you'd want to watch MTV for, right? That's what I'd want to watch MTV for is, hey, let's, see, let's hear the most recent music and see the crazy videos that they put with it. That'd be great. I don't know. Oh, my goodness. Okay. I want my MTV back. Uh, yeah. Okay. What else? What also launched today or uh, recently was uh, Discovery Plus. Uh, Discovery Plus is going to be available for is available for uh, Fire TV and Roku, um, a couple other platforms as well. It's going to be um, uh, having the various channels like the HGTV, Discovery, of course, Food Network, TLC, uh, Animal Planet. These uh, uh, these uh, are now available for you to uh, to get for. Oh, what was it? Five dollars a month and two dollars a month if you two dollars extra a month, so seven total if you want to get it without any ads. So uh, yet, uh, I kind of like the diversity, the diversifying of all these little networks and making their own little five mm -hmm. to seven dollar payment things. Um, but at the same time, I really, really hate the fact that the the, the all this all the channels that got added to Hulu Live. And all these channels together basically add up to what Philo was. And Philo's $20 a month. And I have Philo. Mm -hmm. But um, because there's a couple of things that we would watch on a couple of these channels. But not so much anymore. So I'm going to have to refigure out what's best for me. Rejigger our, uh, our, our subscription services so everything you know is optimal if you want to. But yeah. that, that's just the pressure of having to do it. And I probably won't do it for a while. So... People will make money off of me for a while. So, uh, well, well, the one thing about this, right? I mean, it does make a compelling argument, right? You know, which is essentially what you're saying, Matt, is that, you know, okay, so you pay like $65 a month, you know, for Hulu, something like Hulu Live or, or YouTube TV, right? Or do I get, you know, CBS All Access for six bucks a month? Do I, and then tack on, uh, Discovery Plus for five bucks a month, then tech on Peacock for five bucks a month, right? And you know, maybe, maybe a couple of other services in there. Maybe maybe just the regular, you know, Hulu by itself without the live uh, bit. Um, and then you you get something like that going, right? And then maybe that fulfills, and maybe you add the uh, Discovery Plus too for five bucks a month, right? So you, you get all that going. Well, you're pay, paying quite a bit less than the 65 bucks a month, right? And you're getting all the content that you want. So, uh, yeah, you, you got to manage more subscriptions, right? But, you know, but I mean, that's not too hard to do, really, right? Especially yeah. nowadays with Roku, Apple TV, Fire 
TV does the same thing where they've got this, where you can just aggregate all your channels there to, together, right? So it, it, it makes it not too hard to manage. Um, I don't know, this, I, I think this is something I'm starting to get more and more interested in and I may end up going that way. No, so this is me, me. I think I stated this before, like in our, um, our, uh, our New Year's episode. I want to have uh, a service that helps me manage my subscriptions and helps me automatically remind me and make it easy for me to find the link to go ahead and take myself off of the subscription when a show is done and I'm done watching it. And, hey, it's time mm-hmm. to renew because your new show is coming on kind of thing. I, I want that kind of... Uh, somebody going ahead and saying, "Hey, tell us what you want. We'll help you to through it, uh, get through it." And uh, I don't care if they put ads on that page that helps me uh, manage all that and make money uh, advertising to me, or even a small fee mm-hmm. would be fine. Um, yeah. Sure, that would be great. Somebody go out there and make that. Yeah, I mean, I I completely agree. I mean, obviously, I'm talking about canceling my Hulu before February first because. I forgot to cancel it before January 1st. Um, and and that's really kind of what it comes down to is, you know, it, it is not di- terribly difficult to manage your subscriptions. Though I will say, I often forget about subscriptions that I have. Um, you know, occasionally I'll like subscribe to the Pokemon channel or something like that for my daughter for a month or two. And then I'll forget to cancel it. and. Did we lose Mike? No, I didn't do it. I swear, I didn't do it. Mike, are you okay? Oh. That big of a deal. There we go. Oh, here he is. We lost you there for a minute, Mike. Sorry. And we lost you. Am I frozen? Oh, you are frozen. You You, you, you are frozen. Oh, now you're back. Now you're back. We lost you for uh, about half of that entire uh, conversation. Sorry. (laughs) Um, Sorry about that. Nothing terribly, terribly riveting or important. Just just was saying that I forget my subscriptions regularly. And the secret to life. So it's all good. So no big deal. (laughs) Secret to life is that everybody should always play old video games. And some of those best old video games are things like uh, a forgotten game that was made for the PlayStation 1. Magic Castle was a game that was made by some some, uh, people who... Uh, took a uh, basically a platform that allowed uh, amateurs to make games for the PlayStation 1, and they finished making a game uh, for it, for using it, and they uh, tried to get it sold through different uh, pr- publishers. Uh, so, like, I believe Sony was a, was very interested in doing it. But eventually, they, they that fell through, and the game sat on uh, somebody's shelf for, the, for years and years and years, never being published as a game for anybody to play. Mm. Now, it has been brought back to life and is now available for people to play online for free using the Internet Ar- Archives uh, emulator package. Uh, so you can play an old game right now from a play called magic castle which was made in 1998 and i have not played it i have no idea if it's any good i just would love this story because i love old software coming back to life wow this is um this is kind of cool i kind of want to go back and try it well you will be able to that's the wonderful thing yeah that's wonderful all right, uh, Minecraft Earth will be shutting down on June 30th. That's right, Minecraft Earth. Do you remember that that was a thing? 
<laughs> Does anybody remember that? What was Minecraft Earth? Does I, anybody remember what that one was? Um, I do remember it. You do. And it um, basically because I remember the picture that they have uh, on the article. So it's like I look at that and I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember when that came out. The AR Minecraft game. And it like it's, um, <laughs> you know, I, at the time I was thinking, yeah, it's like pokemon go for minecraft right um and it was but, announced in wwdc of 2019 which means um late uh mid to late year uh, uh 2019 which means it kind of had a short short shelf life uh thanks to current pandemic events <laughs> i was gonna say uh i mean it probably didn't get the traction it needed before um but the pandemic sure this last year has been sure difficult for a lot of different businesses and, you know, um, walking and going out and socializing with people while you games business is one of those that took a bit of a hit. Um, I think Pokemon go, you know, managed fairly well to weather that and the way that they approached it was pretty, pretty good approach. And it, it's, probably what allowed them to stay as solvent and functional as they are. Um, and, you know, but I don't play Minecraft or Pokemon Go nearly as much as I used to, just because uh, I'm not out of the house anywhere near as much as I'm used to. Yeah. So here's, here's my rant, my mini rant about this. Microsoft, uh, why don't you make the software required to run the game, the server side software to run this game, uh, why don't you make it a publicly available for everybody to download and run their own servers? Don't have to open source it if you don't want to. Still monetize off of it because, you know, somehow or another you can make money through through this system. And then me and my buddies who do want to do this, we can get a server and we can put it on the internet and we can go play on my, our Minecraft game. I hate seeing games die because the servers behind mm -hmm. them basically go, well, never mind, we're done. I would love it if all the companies that have these kind of games somehow made like, we're going to go ahead and uh, some type of announcement that would say, we guarantee that we will be using this game. Uh, we will be selling this game for as long as we want to, for maybe a couple years at least, something like that. And when we are done, we will release a version that will be available for people to download and, and, and run themselves. And this could be the, the exactly the kind of thing that makes the next cool game that somebody else would invent. So I wish yeah. that's what they and, would do. Yeah. And Matt, and here's one for you. Minecraft, the raid the Capitol building version. No, 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 no. That's not a thing. <laughs> not, not a thing. I don't, I, don't know what to, I don't know why you'd ever uh, want to play that game. I don't understand. Uh -oh. <laughs> Yeah, I, I actually, I, I very much appreciate what you're saying. Um, one of my all-time favorite games had this happen, and um, it made me very sad. Uh, a few years after, a few people did get a hold of, of the ability to build their own servers, but it, the community had died too much at that point, and it was an MMO, so it, it relied too much on the community, which... Um, made it impossible but yeah i mean a game like this where like even pokemon go where you don't necessarily have to interact with the with people that you don't know in the game um could could very fully succeed on a small set on 
on individual servers that can only handle the load of three or four people that are playing together, right? And you do it with your friends and that that would be sufficient. I think that would be a great idea. And um, I'd love to see him do it, though I find it highly improbable that my uh, Microsoft will. Very cool. All right, Samsung is another company who's got a bunch of new things coming out for next week for CES announcements. Uh, and of course, like a good big company who wants to get those stories early out, they jump the gun and let a little bit of their information out now, specifically about a couple of their, t uh, their television products. First up, uh, they have a new experiment where you can go ahead and uh, get your brand new Samsung TV, hang it on your wall, get your phone out and a little device that comes with you, you can get you can purchase and use that device and your phone to calibrate your TV like a pro would yourself hmm. while you're at home. I, I, has anybody here ever had their TV calibrated professionally, either like at the store or had somebody come in and do the measurements and all that? I've never done that. So not TV only monitor. Um, I, when we used to do uh, graphic design, Get a color like accurate. We would, we would do that to get a color accurate right. to like the pantom colors and stuff. So I did mine when I bought my uh, OLED, you know, a couple, couple of years back, right? They, you know, the, the uh, Best Buy guys came in and, and uh, did that. You know, it, it was part of the installation service. It, That's cool. Was it a, did it take a long time? Was it laborious? Were you like, I'm glad I didn't have to do this? No, it wouldn't. Uh, it wouldn't laborious, but I mean, they, but they did have the equipment. Got yeah, it, so. yeah. I mean, it it requires uh, the appropriate equipment because you have to. It has to be able to see a portion of the screen as it changes mm -hmm. and adjusts. So right. it. Um, I mean, you can get it for a computer monitor for a couple hundred bucks. So I assume it's not that much more for a TV, but or or maybe not any more for a TV. But that said, you're going to use it once every time you buy a TV pretty much, um, or unless you keep it for a really long time and it starts to fade or something like that. So, you know, it, it's not something that makes sense for a normal person to spend 200 bucks on something you use basically one time. Okay. Well, how about this? Are you thinking of getting a new TV? Maybe you can take one of Samsung's new TVs. Uh, they, are, they are working on their 4K and 8K models. Uh, these big TVs will be uh, avail available uh, with using the QLED technology at their CES shows. And they're showing them off using, they're being powered by their mini LEDs behind there, which is basically uh, getting an individual light for behind almost every pixel or every pixel. I don't actually, I believe it's like pixel for pixel of lighting on those things. So it's, uh, you can get your inky blacks with these because it's all individually lit with uh, your LEDs. So. It's pretty cool technology, I gotta say. Yeah, the, the the technology there is impressive, right? You know, uh, and I'm saying this as an OLED owner, right? But uh, but the QLEDs, when I was looking for my uh, TV a couple of years ago, I did look at the uh, QLEDs. Uh, I thought they were equally as impressive even back then, right? And this technology even gets it even more closer now to the uh, OLED. Uh, it is a di different technology than OLED, but um, but you know, as far as being able to discern the difference between the two, I, I think they're they're right on par with each other. I imagine there's some pros and cons to each. I imagine OLED, they are. O OLED is prone to burn it, although they've pretty much fixed that. 
and mm-hmm. uh you know backlights mean thicker displays versus oleds which are super thin so i mean i'm sure there's lots of uh you know you have yeah, what, cost obviously so yeah what you'll notice is that the uh, oleds are typically a little bit sharper to just slightly sharper on the image but the uh um the QLEDs are brighter. It's a brighter screen than than the OLED, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, so that's that's usually the biggest difference between the two, right? You know, it, so it, it comes down to, to do you like brightness better or do you like uh, sharpness better? Uh, for me, I, I chose the sharpness. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I I tend to agree with with your statement there. I think that. Uh, I still feel Every like year at CES, I Samsung and the rest of the TV industry. The... Sorry. Am I dying again? No, I accidentally um, streamed some stuff. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, I distinctly uh, feel like I can tell the difference visually between the QLED and the OLEDs mm-hmm. um, depending on, on what's on the screen. Um, but that said, it, it is very close. And, you know, I think c- currently most of the QLEDs are running like full matrix display, which is not quite the same as a one-to-one pixel to pixel lighting scenario, which it sounds like that's what the goal is here. Hmm. Um, and so, you know, I, I think this should get it much closer. Uh, Will it be a hundred percent? I don't know. It just depends on the way that they that they build those screens and whether it can get like truly black blacks and stuff. But I mean, they're pretty darn close now with the with the QLED. So I got to imagine if this is a, a noticeable upgrade. It's going to be pretty outstanding. Um, it, it really, to me, just comes down to you know what has the richer colors and stuff. And I don't, and I don't get too concerned about um, OLED brightness just because I seldom am watching TV in a bright room. Hmm. And so in, in a moderately dark room, it's not gonna make that much difference. Uh, the only time I get to see those nice OLEDs and QLEDs and all that is when I'm walking through the showroom and I'm going, wow, those are some pretty screens. But you know, they're all jazzed up to look good no matter what in those situations yeah so. do like the name though neo <laughs> that's true hey uh if you want uh, uh an interesting setup for your tv i got just the thing for you you can get yourself a t- camera to put on top of your tv so it can watch you while you do your workouts you know keep track of your reps and your form and you know try to, to figure out if you're losing weight and making sure you're doing your exercise this sounds like a great idea right I mean, I think everybody went out and bought one of those, uh, bought, like there's been several services that have offered similar types of things and, and they haven't succeeded, I guess is what I'm trying to get to. Um, I, I think most people just are, it's one thing to have something listening to you all the time, but the idea of a video camera watching you all the time, I think is a lot different. Now that said, um, there's nothing saying that this is on all the time, but yeah, you always have that that sneaky concern. It's kind of like the echo, right? It's supposed to only be listening to you when it's activated by the the code word, but um, but not so much so. Um, 
So it's, um, I, I'm, I'm kind of leery about these things. On the yeah. other hand, I love the idea of something helping me out. Um, though, I mean, really, it's not that hard to count how many push-ups you've done. <laughs> yeah. I mean, are you doing like 10,000 push-ups or something that you're going to lose count? It's fair yeah. enough. And, and, and what it told me to, to put down that glass of wine, if it saw me drinking a glass of wine. Well, you know, is it, yeah. <laughs> maybe it might, I don't know. Yeah. It's I mean, I mean, the thing is like, for me, there's lots of things that can run timers, right? So a timer is useful for a device to have, but counting your reps just seems a little bit on the silly side. Like I said, you know, not many of us are doing so many reps that we can't keep track. All right. Uh, True. And, and I think I prefer the, uh, and maybe just because I'm, I'm about to start it, right. The fitness plus, right. It tracks you through the watch, right. right. And, and the watch can keep track of your motion and, and that kind of thing. No camera involved. Right. So, right. Very cool. Uh, Samsung has their last thing, that story that they had, they have a, newer version of their uh, their tv called the frame this is the frame this is the uh, tv that looks like an art piece it's extremely thin it fits on the wall if you're not looking at it carefully you'll think it is a piece of actual art because it's uh, designed to look that way um mm. this one is a uh, thinner than last year which means it's uh able to even more blend into your art into your wall as if it's just a regular uh, piece of art it also has a brand new feature which it picks up from the Cero tv that came out in 2019 also from samsung uh it has the a a button that you can press that'll make the entire movie uh, movie and the entire tv change orientation from portrait to landscape with the press of a button now normally i'd be like no don't do it but actually for some art pieces portrait makes sense so and being able to do it on the fly is a, again nice neat gimmick that will sell many of these tvs compared to others oh i i agree with the words gimmick well, i mean like 3d tv sold millions of tvs <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this is this is far more gimmicky to me. I mean, I I have for a while thought that I liked the idea of framed TVs. I mean, I've in the past places that I've seen them, they literally took a regular TV and they built a frame around it and provided ventilation and stuff. So it it was not as fancy as this. This is this is a nice upgrade to have it be a framed TV that can look like your art. Um, I don't know that you really want your TV to be on that much. Uh, uh, that's gonna, over time, wear your TV out a lot quicker, I think. So that, but then the other thing is really the rotating things where I feel like it's just pure gimmick. Oh, yeah. I mean, like you can't find any artwork that's portrait or that's landscape orientation, I should say. I mean, come on, you, th there's plenty of landscape art out there. Use but, the landscape but mode. You, come you, on. You're going to be having it fade between them and you're going to make it so, you know, at this time and, you want that nice long <laughs> vista to be shown. And this time you want that portrait of that lady viewing her from her back and all that. And so I want the TV to automatically just kind of swivel as it, you know, fades to the next As TV. it fades from picture to picture. Exactly. I mean, I, I want the, that. If it's going to do it, I want it to do it right. <laughs> And the thing is that like they show a picture of this, the the picture that they have is is it's surrounded by other pictures, which obviously 
you're going to knock a bunch of artwork <laughs> off the off the wall every time it rotates. <laughs> Jimmy, stop rotating the TV. You keep knocking my things off the wall. I can uh, so see that. That's so true. Just come on. Sorry, I said Jimmy because I was thinking of generic kid name. Sorry, Jimmy. Yeah. No, 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 no worries. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I agree. It's 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 a bit of a gimmick, right? I, I mean, they always. I mean, this is just this year's gimmick, right? But um, uh, I don't know. You know, you, I, I know that the technology is probably good, and it, you you wouldn't have to worry about it. But you know, I would think about you know image burn in on your screen, right? Yeah, or, or something of that uh, nature, you know, plus two, you know, the, the screensavers, I don't know if you guys ever seen the screensavers like on the Apple TV, yeah. you know, much more, you know, mesmeric than, than this, this here would be, right? Just, I mean, those are nice pictures, what I see in there, right? And they certainly look really good and you could make it, you know, some classic, you know, art, you know, uh, there on your wall. Um, but and you could always change it, right? Yeah, you know, I, I get the I get the gimmick, right? But um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think I'm with Mike on this. Yeah, it's 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 pure gimmick. <laughs> well, you know what's not a gimmick? Samsung is saying you, yes, you are perfectly capable of installing your own 110 inch TV. That's right. They have, are coming out with their brand new uh, 88 inch, 99 inch, and first off, first off the presses. 110 inch micro led models these will be purchasable by you and you'll be able to bring the box home from the store i don't know what kind of vehicle you'd need to take it home but that's besides the point be able to open up the boxes with and use the included handles in order to lift this monitor these screens up maybe with a couple other people for help because it's so big and you'll be able to mount that onto onto your uh, uh your wall yourself without help from a professional uh they actually say state in the article here that they normally these big monitors would require like uh the the, the their monitor called the wall would require some professional installation and that professional installation makes it extremely expensive to do this one this is going to be much easier and much less expensive so yes you can do it yeah i'm thinking that I probably can afford to pay somebody to install it if I can afford a 110-inch top-of-the-line <laughs> TV. I'm just, you know, just going out on a limb with that one. What are they expecting these to cost? Mm -mm. Do you know? No, no, no. It's me. I go up there and I said, no, no, this is the show. This is the floor model and it's last year's. I want it, for, I want it like for like 30% off. I'm going to get it cheap. <laughs> yeah, 30% yeah. off. What, what? What's that number? Don't ask. It's too much, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe uh, a few hundred thousand. No, no, probably not that much. Uh, these are intended to be purchasable uh, by normal normal mortals, mere humans. So, I mean the the micro LED. They're saying um, potentially three hundred thousand dollars for With the, the one hundred and forty six inch model. Sorry. 146 inches. Yeah, that's how much they think the installation was for those the wall version, which has had to be professionally installed. They're saying in this article that oh, the new okay. ones will be significantly less because you will be able to do it yourself. So yeah, yeah. Later in the article, it mentions an LG 88-inch signature uh, ZX 8K OLED television, 88-inch, uh, uh, going for an 
going for an eye watering thirty thousand dollars right? yeah that's so deep. so yeah uh, thirty thousand dollars but hey you can install it yourself yeah <laughs> yeah i'm uh, i think i'll go buy a car instead thank you <laughs> i don't blame you hey uh guys you know uh we, we uh, I, I got, I have sad news. If you've been watching Netflix and you've been using your 3DS, your Nintendo 3DS or your Nintendo Wii U to do it, unfortunately, June 30th, they're going to uh, turn those apps off and make them no longer work uh, on those platforms. Uh, this is... Uh, this is, uh, you know, the, the constant moving of, of things. I'm sure they're looking at their numbers of how many people out there are actually using these platforms. Uh, what's sad for me is that the th there is actual new Netflix 3D content you can see through the 3DS. I know there is some out there. Uh, this might be the last time you'll be able to watch it, which uh, would be sad if you are interested in doing that. But uh, that, that, that this is coming to an end. I. Hmm. Uh I am sad. Um, I'm sad that I just found this out Aww. and that it's being taken from me as soon as I know about it. <laughs> it's <sighs> an injustice, right? Injustice. This is an injustice. I, I got to say is this is another one of those. Why are you turning it off? It's a, something that you don't have to. Maybe there is a reason. There probably is a reason. It's a software, software maintenance thing. I know. But at the same time, if it works, just let it go. Or, you know, I don't know. To me, there's this a uh, little bit of a if it's still working, why why turn it off anyways? But I'm sure there's a reason that just not security security is the real issue usually with software. And anytime you have software that's accessing the internet, you've got to keep up to date on any security vulnerabilities that get found out about the different uh, platforms or languages or open source software that you use to make it work or whatever. And so there is always for any internet connected software, the requirement to continue uh, updating it for serve, uh, for security vulnerabilities at the least. Sure. And so, you know, for them, it's just unfortunately not worth having a couple of developers spending time on it when it's not used by very many people on platforms that are very outdated. I mean, Wait. the 3DS is still a good platform, though. It's only but one generation old. Sort of. Well, yeah, but it's a really, really long generation. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I mean, it's been out for like 12 years or yeah, something like true. that. That's true. So, um, but with the Switch out, and the Switch has been out for a very long time as well, it, it's just, I think most people are moving to those. We have a 3DS. I don't think my daughter's played it more than an hour in the last year because she's got a switch. Fair enough. Mm. I, I Occasionally understand. she sees it. I, and I just plays. wish to be uh, bitter about losing platforms. That's all. <laughs> That's all. And uh, last story here is actually a repeat. So that was the uh, new the week's news, everybody. All right. All right. I want to take just a moment here to uh, let uh, everybody know out there that you can support us if you want to by going to patreon.com slash the VOD squad. That's where you can take uh, your hard-earned cash, and if you feel like it, give us some. We don't need, we're not being, you know, greedy. We're not asking for a lot. We're asking for a dollar. And if you want to give that to us, we'd very much appreciate it. And those of you who already are doing that, you're the best. Just want you to know, you are the best. All right. Uh, Absolutely. I'm going to move on to uh, rants 
and raise. All right, who wants to go first for rants and raves this week? I'll go first since I'm in the pole position there. Um, yeah, so me and my wife, you know, this is not, uh, you know, a brand new show, but uh, it's a show on HBO Max, Succession. Uh, me and my uh, wife started watching that um, a few days ago. I think we're about maybe, uh, I'd say we're maybe seven uh, episodes, maybe eight episodes into it. And uh, yeah, really enjoying that one, right? I, my daughter suggested this show, said, hey, I, I think there would be a show that you and, you and mom would, would like. So, um, so yeah, we, we gave it a try and, and here we are. We're, we're still watching it and still uh, you know, about a good uh, seven or eight episodes into it. Really, really liking that one. There's two seasons out right now. We're, we're going through the first season and then... Um, uh, and, and good to know that, you know, we're enjoying the show and, and still got another season right behind it when we finish up the first. So enjoying that one. If you hadn't seen it, yeah, I, I would recommend it. Uh, I think it's got pretty good ratings. Um, uh, some of the actors in there in that show are kind of new actors or actors maybe you haven't seen before. There's even some actors in there that uh, you have seen before, but maybe it's been a long time since you've seen the, uh, the actors. Um, one of the actors in there, which is, uh, he's quite a bit older now, but, you know, I remember him from, uh, I can't remember his name exactly, but uh, I remember seeing him in the um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, right? Uh, he, he was one of the, uh, he, he was the sidekick in, uh, in that movie. So, um and uh, he's he's one of the uh, characters in there, so um, uh, yeah, really good acting in this show. Um, the uh, there's also an actor in there, British actor. He he was uh, in the first uh, two or three uh, seasons of uh, MI5. If you are a fan of the MI5 show, the British shows, so he, he's in it as well. Uh, but yeah, if if you haven't. Uh, uh, seeing that one, yeah, that's that's one I'd I'd uh, definitely recommend enjoying that show. And if you hadn't seen it, then yeah, and you have HBO, then um, yeah, put it in your queue. Very cool. All right, uh, Michael, you got anything for me? I wish I did. Huh? Unfortunately, I haven't watched anything in the last week. Um, been playing anything? Been doing anything fun? Has there been something that's been going on that's been bugging you? Uh, unfortunately, um, I mean, things have been going on that have been bugging me mostly with work, but, right. uh, not, not game wise or anything like that. So it's okay. I will just leave it at, uh, want more time. Yeah. That's my rant. I want more time to watch TV. Fair enough. I got three things to talk about, so I will fill in your space if you don't mind. <laughs> First of all, I want to talk about this guy. This is the uh, Chromecast, uh, Google Chromecast with Google TV, for, uh, uh, formerly uh, known as Project Sabrina, and I am going to call it Sabrina from this point on, uh, because the name they have for it sucks. Um, got this for free for being a uh, YouTube TV subscriber for a while, and um, it was a kind of a thing where, hey, if you sign up, you, all you have to do is, uh, is, uh, is uh, accept our offer by a certain date. 
And I was, just in case somebody was going to get me one for Christmas, I didn't accept the order until Christmas Day. So I just got this in Monday. And, uh, um, you know, there's things I really like about this. In particular, it's a pretty decent Android TV. It's an Android TV, everybody. Don't think it's a Chromecast in any way. The remote is okay and all that. It's not bad. I actually like it a lot. Um, but the thing I like the most about it is it's very fast. Compared to a lot of the other Android TVs I've used in the past where it felt a little clunky, a little bit slow behind me, pressing the talk to it button sometimes just takes a half a second longer than it feels like it should. This thing is snappy, and I love that. Oh, and one other thing about the remote itself. Um, the, the remote has a disc controller uh, where your thumb is. That disc is raised by the depressed middle. And the, I feel that that is... I actually really like that design. It feels natural for where my thumb is supposed to go. And control seems like it should be a good thing. It's... Um, ergonomically i really enjoy that part of the controller some of the other buttons are you know they put the back button in the right spot if you're right-handed and the wrong spot if you're left-handed um but um other than that it's fine everything else it the ability for it to control your tv either through the ir or through cd so the the c the the control platform through the hdmi works great and so i've been playing with that i will continue to play with that i might do some heavy you know playing with trying to add game court yeah support to it because i've got the right kind of dongle to add additional usb ports and other outputs to it to see if i can play with it and fun things like that through the usb c port but it's been a really nice platform to use so um good job google yeah i think you got a winner here now uh keep updating it keep using it keep making it work and call it something else because everybody's confused what was, what was the price on that man free to me fifty dollars to everybody else ah, it was given to me for free because i've been a member of uh, youtube tv for a long time it was a free offer for for december um oh, second okay. thing is uh um there was a really amazing deal that came up on my feed recently of various uh you know i, I don't i we didn't buy a lot of huge things for christmas uh we kind of had a kind of a kind of a you know, quiet Quincy Christmas this year. And um, so when I saw that the Moto 360 was uh, available, which is an Android Wear watch, uh, when it came up, uh, which is normally $300 for $130 through, uh, through uh, B&H Photo, um, I picked it up. I'm not usually a watch wearer, so I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm getting used to wearing it. Um, my wife has, uh, has an Apple watch. And I can tell you right here, right now, this is nowhere as good as an Apple Watch. It's just simply not. It's it's great. It's a great watch, and it's a great notification tool, and mm -hmm. it it tells time. I love that. In fact, there's a mm -hmm. mode you can get into where all it does is tell time until you reboot it. It's just it becomes a, a just a watch and low power mode thing. <laughs> kind of I, I kind of like the ability that I can do that. Um, it can, t it can text, I can it connect to my, everything. It, this one is not able to do anything, uh, uh, LTE. It's not designed to do that. It does everything through the phone. Um, but I can pay with it. I can do all these fun things. Uh, one thing I wish it had, it doesn't have is it doesn't have a speaker. So hmm. the only way it notifies you of anything is with a vibration, which is fine. 
I suppose it's it, it notify as a notification. That's fine. Um, mm-hmm. I I like it. I think it's worth 130 bucks. I don't think it's worth mm-hmm. the 300 dollars originally was out there. And uh, Apple's got it down. If you want to watch right now, if you want one of the fancy watches out there, the Apple Watch is right now the king for a reason. It's a really good watch. And these guys out here, sure, they'll they'll, they'll catch up eventually, but. Um, no, they're not there yet. I just gotta say. That being said, I, I I would love to have an Apple Watch and use it with my Android phone. Yeah. So I'm assuming yeah. your wife has a has an Apple phone. Yeah, she's very much into the Apple ecosystem, and that's fine. I have no problem with people who are in the Apple ecosystem if that's what mm-hmm. they want to do. But I do not, because it. I I guess it's the underdog person in me. I like to see the little guys. I also like open source and that kind of stuff to do well. So I've been always been, uh, let's see if we can see the guys who are trying to uh, do that kind of an open platform. Well, do well, well Apple, used to, uh, Apple used to be that, right? <laughs> yeah, and I liked them back then. And also, they used to be cheaper too back then when they were like struggling company trying to survive and they were doing really good sales to the education market and things like that. They used to be yeah. the underdog and I liked them back then. Uh, I kind of lost my distaste for them when they became the luxury, luxury brand. Unfortunately, right. that's how I feel about it. But it's yeah. like, they're not bad. It's just, it's just yeah. not for me. That's all. I'm looking this. at I'm looking at this watch online here. It looks pretty oh. pretty sleek there. A, it looks like it's it's, it's I, I kind of like that. It's a beautiful watch, and I wish Apple would have a circular mm-hmm. watch, quite frankly, because it's a better design. Mm-hmm. You lose a little bit mm-hmm. of screen real estate in the corners. Who cares? But yeah, yeah. I, I really. It came with two bands, a leather and and a and a, uh, and a it's it, it's a beautiful watch. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's a, it, it's it's pretty nice there. Yeah. So now yours, um, you're you are wearing an Apple Watch, right, Jimmy? Yeah, yeah, mine's Apple. Yeah. So, uh, good but not great. Cheap, go for it. Uh, I know there's other ones out there that are cheap and uh, and pretty good. Um, you can get a you can get an Apple Watch for two hundred bucks. Yeah, I, yeah, I know, but um, again, I, if I actually, I probably would buy an Apple Watch if it worked with an Android phone. Well, you know, there's rumors that Apple's going to do that. Well, great. Uh, then probably next year or the year after that, I will get an Apple Watch unless unless Android can catch up, and then I'll be like, oh, cool. But you know, it's okay. It's no big deal. That's yeah. a luxury thing. I get it. That's fine. Third thing I want to talk about. It's a Google thing. Um, Google announced uh, a really cool feature, if you ask me. In India, uh, you, there's a there's a kind of candy bar called a five star. It's a uh, milk chocolate covered uh, nougat uh, uh, nougat and honey candy bar. And apparently, the slogan for this candy bar is once is that um, is you 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 eat this bar and you and then you're done for the day. It's the end of the day. You don't get anything else done. You're just done. Um, in India, you can ask Google. You can tell Google to eat a five star. At which point, for some amount of time, it refuses to be helpful. <laughs> it starts getting sassy. It asks, you can ask it to do all kinds of things. And it goes like, here's the examples it gives you. Um, I feel like doing nothing now. And I'm going to help you chill too. Ask me anything. Anything. I have a better idea. Let's do nothing. Anything more? How do you, how do fix, how do I fix a phone? Remember that old saying, if it's broken, don't fix it. <laughs> Check my emails. I've checked. 
they're right where I left them. <laughs> they're, they're just relax until next time. And other ones like, uh, how do I make round rolls? And says, don't be, don't be judgy. Rolls can be other shapes too. <laughs> this is, it was just a great amount of sass coming out of Google, which quite frankly, Google could use a little personalization sometimes, you know, personality mm-hmm. would be good for it. And, um, uh, I want this in the States. I want to be able to have a, I want to be able to in, in, turn on uh, my, uh, uh, my sassy remote robot to talk to for a little bit so I can hear it. You can get it kind of sassy with me, but I don't know why I want that, but I, I don't really want that. I like it now. Nice. <laughs> and with that, that makes this show complete. We are done for the day. We should be getting back again to, uh, to hear uh, next week, uh, what time? What times and what times of the? It's it's seven o'clock um, uh, Pacific time on Wednesdays is when we do the show. So uh, you guys figure it out for your own time zones. Dang it! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> o'clock Central, ten o'clock Eastern. Okay. Nine o'clock Central. Yep. Well, fine. And those guys in the mountains, they're 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 somewhere in between. It doesn't really matter. Uh, <laughs> But next week we should be doing CES. That's right, CES is happening. Uh, you, will, we will be uh, here on Wednesday. I will be hosting again, but hopefully we'll have a Clyde. Um, apparently, Clyde is going to go to uh, to Vegas to see what what shows are being shown. Uh, are either of you guys planning on going, or is it just going to be the Clyde? Uh, Clyde's going to be on the ground. No, not me. No. Not me. Not, not, uh, not this yeah, year. Just just Clyde this year. I wanted to go, but wasn't uh, able to make it happen, huh? Too much, too much stuff going around. I don't blame you. I, I figured I would um, hold out until uh, on my vacations until things cleaned up a little I bit. I do not blame you. That's okay. Clyde will have a blast, and he will tell us all about the stuff he sees or not. I bet there will be a lot of him gazing in through windows and saying, that could be cool if I could get closer and see it. <laughs> so, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, hopefully he can get in. That would be great. But until next week, uh, that's it for us. And uh, Thanks for watching, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye! Bye! Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>